Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We know you're really busy. Do us a quick favor. Hit the subscribe button and rate us to a friend. Trust me, it really, really helps. Thanks. A Dadsnet original podcast. I'm Alash JK and this is a bonus episode of the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Bonus? Bonus. What were we doing? Well, I I had an interesting experience recently and as we were talking about it, which we wanted to talk about in one of the episodes, but we kind of felt like... Actually, this could be quite a nice extra 10, 15 minute episode because the story is so epic. It's like, um, this is like a holiday traveling special. Yeah, exactly. And before you'd start your story, so we both went away at the mm-hmm. same time. Half term. Well. So mine was a straightforward trip, um, jet to holidays. There was no, you know, there was all that trouble with um, flying, as mm. which we'll get to in a second. <laughs> <clears throat> well, there were some WhatsApp messages that were that were exchanged by me and Al. His side, a little bit touchy. Uh, so I went to Fuerteventura for a week, all-inclusive, Iberia Star Hotel, absolutely brilliant. Nothing went wrong. I, I, I know that sounds like I'm gloating, I'm Bragging. wrong. But everything went as planned, oh, which look was... Oh, you, with a really successful holiday. Which is what, fantastic. We had a hol- lovely family holiday, a lot of time around the pool, Kids loved it. Pretty much learned to swim. Um, you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I am, I, I'm, I've now got my... Your five-meter badge. Got my five-meter badge. And I can jump in at the shallow end. It's great. Yeah, I went to Dolphins. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it just could not have been more perfect. I mean, it was just phenomenal. And we're going to do a bit of a special on holidays uh, with Jet2 at some point as well. I'm roping them in to give you advice and stuff. So, But anyway, that was me. Mm. All lovely. <laughs> Mate, You're I couldn't believe it. I saw it unfold on social media, on social and I media. thought this was. I thought, is this is this Alan Jen that are just content? They're just doing it for. They're content. just doing it for content. They're exaggerating slightly here, but apparently, no, no. Right, here's the story. We were flying out on a Thursday at five o'clock with EasyJet. I just Ooh. want to make sure that's really clear. EasyJet. <laughs> right, and we were going to a friend's villa. Right, so I appreciate that. Actually. Well, I'll come back to that. Um, now, we arrived at the airport, and bearing in mind, Jen is has an extreme phobia of flying. We're talking extreme. Like this isn't like a, everyone goes. Oh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't really like flying. Yeah, but you do it, and you do it a lot. Like yeah. you know, you're like, oh, I don't like flying. When I was flying to uh, Los Angeles on a on a twelve hour flight, you're like, no. So already, if you had a phobia of flying, you wouldn't be on a twelve hour flight to Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. So shut up. <laughs> Shut your face. <laughs> no, not sh- you might not like it. Like This is like an, a phobia. Like, yep. It's extreme. So for weeks and weeks and weeks, she's been building up to this. She did, a, she did an easy jet fear of flying course. Right. Which 
Which was pointless because she didn't fly in the first place. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so she did that. Then she has to get uh, Valium medicated. Right. Which her doctor prescribes for a diagnosed phobia of flying. And they put her on a plan, like take one at this time, one at that time, one at that time to prepare her for the flight. Right. And uh, and a load of other stuff as well. So we get to the airport. Jen's built up to this. Um, you know, we have to time it. Like we can't spend too long at the airport or we can't be too rushed because that's free. So it's really hard to gauge. You don't know how long the queues are. Yep. Whatever else. Um, and also I'm in like carrying all the bags and she just holds this fear of flying book and a <laughs> handbag. Like that's it. And I'm left with everything else. Yep. So I'm like packed up like a pack pony. Walking through the airport, we're going through, and uh, we, there's always a bit of chaos. Like some flights have been cancelled. We go to the lady at check-in and put our bags in, and she's away flying to. We say Gibraltar. She goes, "Oh yeah, it's fine. Okay, great. Through we go. Get to the security. The man on the security goes, "Oh, good luck. Good luck getting your flight like this." And we're thinking that's a strange thing to say. Go all the way through. We go and have dinner at where do we go? Um, oh, tortilla. Nice. Nice. We all like a tortilla. Yeah, we do. We do. And uh, and it was fine. It was quite chilled. Bought a new hat. Nice. Then we get gate information. Go to the right gate. Then halfway through, everyone's, everyone's, you know, everyone walks there. Yep. Then they, someone sees, sees the board. And, oh, wrong gate. Now they've changed the gate. Okay, we've changed the gate. So we now walk to the other side of the airport. It's a Gatwick. You know, there's a huge bridge mm. goes over the runway. Yep. It's quite cool, but it's a long way. Yeah, yeah. So we do that, and then we get to the gate. By now, like, boarding sort of should have started about 20 past four, uh, ready for a five o'clock departure. We wait in. They check you all. They put you all in those pens, don't they? So they check your passports and do all of that. We're all going through. We're all going through like this. Everyone's sitting there. Also, on that, there's never enough chairs. No, there isn't. Like, if the flight, if you get 300 people on the flight, have 300 chairs. Yeah. Yeah, but then there are some that put their bags on stuff and things no, like that. Well, yeah, but then, you know, I would just say, oh, can you move or whatever? Yeah. But like, there's no, they just have enough chairs. Like, that's a standard. I think that should just be a standard. Anyway, so we're like perched against a pillar and whatever else. And we're right by the desk. And then there's someone comes in in a high vis and all this. And then all of a sudden, like nothing, nothing, nothing. They're still checking people through. I guess the five o'clock. We know it's going to be a bit delayed, but that's fine. We don't yep. can handle a bit of a delay. Um, three minutes past five, we all, I start hearing this ding. Ding, ding, ding. And everyone's phone's going off. And it's because we've all just been texted by EasyJet saying flight's cancelled. No, that must be weird. Weird, because I'm like, this is someone else. I, I actually didn't look straight away. Someone else did. And uh, and he then yelled to his wife, who was somewhere that goes, oh, it's just been cancelled. I was like, oh, it's just been cancelled. So we're like, what the, what, what do we do now? So then they take you to another gate, and then this is the real kick in the nuts. You then have to go through a gate into the arrivals to go and collect your bag oh, no. from the carousel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we then go through, and we go into the, then we were in the departures. No one from EasyJet. They've all gone to ground. All gone to ground. And rightly so, because there is like a mob. Yeah, it's like a mob of people. And everyone's trying to, and there's this poor geezer from Gatwick who worked at Gatwick, and he, and he was basically saying, contact EasyJet, try to book on another flight on the app. It's the only thing you can do. If not, go home. One guy was like, I live in Gibraltar. <laughs> like, that's my home. <laughs> that's where I live. Yeah, which is like, oh yeah, that's, a, that's the next level, I suppose. Um, anyway, it was really bad. Everyone was, all, like, everyone was, it was carnage, absolute carnage. And, you know, we live an hour, just under an hour. So we were able to get Jen's dad come and got us. We got home and Jen was high on Valium. 
And she was absolutely filled with medication. So, like, she got home and basically passed out, <laughs> right? But then you think, well, hang on a minute. She's done all, she's put all that in her body for nothing. Yeah. So, anyway, so the next day, we, we find out from EasyJet that they are supposed to, re- they'll basically get you to your destination. Their obligations to get you to your destination. Either on another one of their flights. The earliest one was a week later, mm. seven days later. Oh, jeez. Not an option. <clears throat> then uh, you can book on another carrier. Um, and I think the cheapest we found was about three and a half thousand pounds for four of us. No. Yeah. Which was like three days later. It was with Wizz Air, I think. Oh, Wizz Air. And actually that one was then cancelled. Oh, God. But one of the other options was to drive. And Jen was like, oh, we should drive. The car's got no air conditioning. But that didn't that happen as you got in the car? Yeah, yeah. So you started the journey. Yep. So you did. The, sorry, I've spoiled the, st- the story. Yeah. So so anyway, so Jen's like, oh, Al, we can just drive, and she's quite happy about this because she wants to drive anyway. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to fly, and I'm like, no. This, Is this the same day? This was that evening. Then she then she has the Valium worn off? No, she, this was while she had Valium. Someone else said, oh, you can drive. Some people are driving. She was like, oh, should we drive? And she passed out, and I just ignored it. And the next day, the conversation was picked up. Should we drive? Should we drive? And I'm like, it's not just about just driving. You're not talking like, you're not talking like into France. You're not even talking to the south of France, which we have driven before for ski holidays and things. So you're talking like the south of Spain. Like it's almost like the furthest point south you can drive and still be in Europe. So at this point, you did not want to do this. No way. No way. Absolutely no way. Madness. And then then, uh, then the car needed a service. Then when we got in the car, because we ended up deciding, but I'll come back to that. There was no aircon. Um, it was, and, and, and so, so what happened was, um, I then went to the car garage. I said, look, the light's on saying it needs a service. Is this just because it needs a service or has something triggered it? As in, is there something wrong yeah. that's triggered it? And they said, no, it's just a normal light. So the whole way of going, check, maintenance, oil and whatever, oil and filter. So the whole time you're panicking, yeah. even though you know it's Oh, fine. no. Anyway, so I see the kids' faces and they're like, oh, we really want to go, all this kind of stuff. The so, world's smallest violin is playing in the background. Oh Daddy, please don't spoil this. Insane. You're our hero. Insane. It, it was, it, when you plot it, it's 1,500 miles, right, when you plot it. And something crazy, like, I think it comes up at 24 hours actual driving. Um, and we, and I said to Jen, I said, okay, let's go, right? I said, but if we spend any more time talking about this, if we don't get in that car in the next five minutes, I'm going to change my mind. Oh, my God. So we got in the car, and bearing in mind we just jumped in the car, we we booked the Euro Tunnel on the journey to the Euro Tunnel. <laughs> um, we put the the flight bags in the boot, which hadn't been unpacked because we just couldn't face it. So we just chucked everything in. But obviously... In those bags, we'd planned for like a three-hour flight, not a not twenty-four hour two-day journey. trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we hadn't got known anywhere to stay that night, so we were just like, let's just drive. And I genuinely have never been so overwhelmed by the task ahead of me, like worse than job interviews, like worse than like hospital visits. Like it was the most overwhelmed 
I have ever ever felt. Oh, bless you, man. And I was, I was just like, lo- I was losing my shit. I Jen said he didn't say, a, I didn't say a word the entire journey because if I did, I probably would have exploded or something. Didn't she just sort of keep you happy by playing constant Bon Jovi? Just put Bon Jovi on, yeah. Um, and we drove and we got past Paris and you think like, oh, we've made headway. It wasn't even a quarter. No, we're no. at Paris. It's not even a quarter. And and then so the whole time I'm thinking, oh, let's just turn back. Even turning back now would save ourselves hours and hours and hours and hours of, of cards. And also, can we point out you had a bad back at this point as a well? Terrible back. It was aching like nobody's business. And and anyway, so we then carried on. We got to Bordeaux. We left at midday. Thomas Rails in midday. We got to Bordeaux and I was like, it was like 11, 12 at night. I was like, we need to find somewhere. Searched, rung places, all full or not open. And so we just asked, just, just keep going, just keep going. By the time we found somewhere, a holiday in, it was two in the morning. So I'd done at that stage 14 hours, more or less solid driving. We didn't stop. We, we'd stop for like fuel and, and a piss and snacks. And then the next, then we slept, bed, and then we woke up about eight, had breakfast on the road by half nine. And then we went all the way through the end of France into Spain. And we were there by 1 a.m. the next so the grand total no. of hours driven were? 27 hours. 27 in hours. In a 36-hour window. And let's also add the fact that price of fuel? Two euros, 10 cents. Two euros? Yeah, which is about £1.90. So pretty much the same as what it is well, here. Well, ours now, is £1.70. No, not now. Yeah, ours is in Thomas Rouse. Is it? I think so. I just came past Tesco and it was one ninety one for diesel and one eighty three for oh. for petrol. It's gone up since then. Yeah. Anyway, so, so expensive, expensive. But you, you always think, oh, well, EasyJet have said they're going to pay for that, yeah, because they are obliged to. So I'm now going through the claims process, which is how? Why do you have to go through claims? You didn't go on the flight. No, but you, but you have to claim your expenses back. So then I'm like, well, am I claiming for? I don't want to claim for fuel. I want to claim for for mileage. Yeah, because you have to wear drive. And tear. There's yeah. like the tires. Like there's there's so much more than just reimbursement. Oh, for so the you fuel. might get like. Wow. So you should get it all back, but you've got to claim and then probably argue because they'll be like, oh, your receipt's in French. I'm like, well, of course it's in French or whatever. I don't know what it is. So I've got to go through the claims process now. We do get compensation, which is like a silver lining. It's not Mm. like it's good. It's like £300 per person. Okay. So you get the compensation and we did get there and it was horrible, but we actually had a really nice time once we were there. In the car on the way here today, you said to me that you had one of the best holidays yeah. you've ever had. Yeah, beautiful pool, Which is beautiful amazing. villa, nice beaches, nice food. It was really nice. We were all chilled. But I'll tell you what, what we did. On the day one, on day one, we woke up and I said, Jen, I cannot stomach the thought of having to drive back. Oh, of course. I can't do it. I'd rather sell the car here. Which you were contemplating. Yeah, fly, genuinely. Fly back and then buy a car again. Yeah. Like, that's how much I did not want to drive back. So we looked at some options and we ended up getting a ferry from the north of Spain. An overnight ferry comes into Portsmouth. That's kind of cool. And we thought it can be a bit of the holiday. Kids, It's a new experience. We've never been on a boat like that. Let's just do it. And it was nine hours nine ten hours to get to the north of spain we had to leave at two in the morning that was hairy because i was knackered and they were all asleep so you couldn't even chat to try and keep you going um so you had to drive nine hours from 2 a.m yeah did you sleep before yeah four hours oh my god al in all honesty 
I thought I would be more fine than I was. Like yeah. it was harder than I thought it would be. You know, I had podcasts playing and I was like, I couldn't be loud because everyone was sleeping. And then when, when Louis woke up, I had a coffee. We stopped for a coffee and I said, Louis, do a pub quiz with me. Like you've got to do something. Yeah, yeah. Like pub quiz me or like give me some riddles or anything. Yeah. Like, just do something. Yeah. And actually the last four or five hours was fine. Um, but I was knackered. And then on the ferry, oh my God, we had an internal room, which means there's no windows, which means it's pitch black. That's good though, isn't it? <laughs> it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Honestly, God, it was like, this is unbelievable. Ted, we, we went to bed at 11 that night and Ted woke up and he said, um, what time is it, daddy? And we were like, uh, it was like 10. It was like, uh, it's uh, seven o'clock in the morning, go back to sleep. And he did. Because it was pitch black. It was pitch black, yeah. I had no idea. Anyway, then he woke up half an hour later and we thought, oh, we probably can't like push this too far. He asked him, what time? It's half past 10, half past 10. He went, how can it be half past 10, daddy? We went to bed at 11. Well, listen, he thought, he thought he'd only, he thought oh, he was still really early. Yeah, yeah. So it was amazing. And actually, you know, the ferry, it wasn't great. It was all right. Like, food wasn't great, but it was fine for me. But yeah. we were all a bit fussy and... Um, it was fine. We were able to drink. You can sleep. You can rest. You can watch something on your iPad. Like you, you know, it was fine. It was a hundred times better. It was still two days traveling, but it was a hundred times better than driving for yeah. two days and finding your own accommodation and whatever else. So, actually, now we're thinking we're going to go back in the summer. Let's cancel our flights. Let's try and get the money back for the flights that we've already paid for, and let's go on the ferry. So you're going to. Go from Portsmouth to the ferry in the car. Yeah, nine hours down. Nine hours down. Ah, oh, that, man, that sounds great. And I'd recommend it. If you want to go Spain, actually, I don't think the ferry, it's it's two days traveling. So it depends on like how much, what your accommodation is. Yeah, because you've got a good couple of weeks there, haven't you? Yeah, well, exactly. I wouldn't I wouldn't say do it for, um, for a week. Yeah. But if you're going for longer than a week, I would seriously consider ferry from Portsmouth. You can also get it from Plymouth. Um, and you can go into Bilbao or Santander, north yep. of Spain. And actually, the roads in Spain are amazing. Uh, they are. We, we, because there's no And the tolls. scenery as well. The beautiful scenery is scenery. beautiful. Beautiful. It was really nice drive. We, we did, um, we left at 2 a.m. and it was a Sunday. So, understandably, the first four or five hours of that were like early hours of the morning. Yeah. But I reckon we, I drove past 50 cars in a nine hour period of time. No. Maybe more lorries, maybe a hundred odd lorries in nine hours. But that was the only traffic the entire time. That is incredible. It was bleak. You just stick it on cruise control. And like you're just kind of ticking over at 75, 80 mile an hour. Do you know what? Um, I would... Uh, look, you know that I'm a massive fan of, of Jet 2 holidays. And the reason that I am is I've travelled with them now probably... I think this, this holiday to Fuerteventura was the fourth time that we've travelled with mm. them. And... Again, the planes are incredible. They're new. They're like new, yeah. these planes. The staff are amazing. They are wonderful. They yeah. are kind. They are friendly. They are warm. The service I mean, the is, fact they've got staff. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's always a smile. Nothing's too much trouble. Um, the, you know, they only partner with, you know, with hotels and stuff that they trust. Mm. And, and because it's a package holiday now, you can get everything. You can get the hotel. I did, um, I did car rental with them. The car rental was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, that was via Hertz. Yeah, but they sort that out for you. You can do your insurance with them. You can do everything with yeah. them. And I have never had a delay with Jet Two holidays. I know there are people that may have, but I never ever have. Yeah, and I can't. You know, the hotel where we stayed. It was called the Ibero Star Player Gavit Gavitas G A V I O T A S. And the reason I want to mention this is 
my wife is vegan like Jen yeah. you know Jen's vegan they had numerous vegan options yeah. and this is an all inclusive and sometimes when you've gone away in the past I mean food for vegans is just non-existent yeah. it's a bit of salad and some bread well the, the vegan food on the ferry Brittany ferries was non-existent non-existent they were like oh we can serve that without cheese and you're like no that's not really a vegan option and we went into the first one and he actually said no there's no vegan so we had to go to the information desk and he said no they have to provide a vegan meal yep and yeah it wasn't well we had vegan on the jet two flight and then we got to the the hotel and even like breakfast you expect that you might get a bit of soya milk there was soya there was oat yeah there was you know there was what's the other almond there was coconut you know there were there were desserts that were vegan i genuinely cannot rave about ibero star yeah. and jet to enough it's mm. just it was one of the best times ever and also the last time that we went away in a hotel we usually do airbnb yeah but the last time we went away our kids were just slightly too young but this year four and seven yeah. all inclusive holiday it's a good age. the holiday club the pools i mean the slides in this place were brilliant i'm going to post a video at some point the entertainment was great but it was quality mm. I just, I had the best time ever. Yeah. And I'm glad eventually that, that you yeah. did too, because yeah, man, I, Charlie and I were just watching your socials, watching it unravel and literally waking up the next day, hoping you're all okay. Yeah. It was just, but what a crazy experience. Yeah. And so some people are like, oh, what an adventure. And I feel like, just like punch them in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no, the thing is, if I think if you're going to, the problem was, is it, is that I am, I'm the type of person that I'm for holidays and and, and in in life generally and maybe general dispute this but I'm really organised I like or not organised but I like to have a plan so I know what time I'm going to leave I know what time I'm going to be somewhere I know where I'm going to get the car I've got it all planned out this was completely unplanned getting the car and go yeah and that just threw me off kilters it's it is an adventure if you plan it yeah, yeah of course great fun but if you never wanted to turn up to an airport with no flight destination with just a bag and then pick something like i've I've never done that in my life no i've always wanted to do that at some stage before i die i will but even that is a plan because you still need to take the bags to go somewhere wherever you're going yeah it's it's more like knowing what i'm going to do yeah man i feel for you told you jet to hot (laughs) list there you go uh fairies okay well it's been uh nice to have a little bonus episode bonus and uh, I think we should do some more coming up to the summer, do some more travel stuff. I think yeah. that's really important. Yeah. And maybe if you've got any questions about travel and stuff that we can put to experts, because that would be quite a good thing yeah, to do. Yeah, definitely. You know, messages. Family travel is, is huge. It's massive. Just tips and things. And even if it's not going away, even if it's just staying here, mm. you know, in the UK for a Stay staycation. Down. Yeah, we need to get Merlin annual pass. Absolutely. All the way. Anyway, uh, we'll talk to you next week when it's released. The new one's released. This was the bonus, the bonus one. That's Net Original Podcast.